Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Glorio Chat, the best anime podcast on the internet. We're back, or I'm You're back. You're back. Oh, or good. I, it's Iroh hey. is back. Uh, Iroh is also back. I I left it all exactly as you left it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. L- last episode was the, was the cliffhanger where like the uh, there was the explosion on the bridge of the ship. And we all thought yes. the captain and the first mate were dead. And G, as the uh-huh. next ranking officer, he stepped in and bravely... Yeah, just, uh, just, just just ignore the stains on the walls. Those were there <laughs> before you left. Yes, of course. Uh, but yeah, we're uh, we're back. Thank you for covering. And thanks to G and Aqua. Uh, no, you're G. Aqua and uh, Zig, <laughs> who are not on the podcast this time. But yes, you guys did a great job. But uh, yeah. We are here to talk about some more new shows that came out from the fall season, because what do seasons mean anymore? Uh, just don't still... stop. And uh, some of the catching up as we're kind of hitting the three episodes three and four of some of the other shows that we've been watching. And uh, it's a pretty packed season. There's a lot to watch. That's one way uh, to put it. Yeah. Um I yeah, we'll we'll get into individually how good I think any of these shows are, but there's there's a lot to watch. So, uh, before we get into it though, just to introduce everybody. I am Gel. We're joined by Iro. I'm not dead yet. Nope. Even we're, after missing the last one, we're both we're both not dead yet. We're here. So, uh, and uh, G. What's good, everybody? And we are joined by Artemis. It is good to be here. I'm ready to dunk on everyone's faves. Let's go. Yes, <laughs> that is what we do here at the Glorio Chat. So let's get into it. Uh, yeah, a lot of shows. And like I said, more new things that aired since last episode. So we'll kick things off by talking about the return of uh, Bleach. Yeah, it's sure back, Chief. Bleach, Thousand Year Blood War. Oh my uh, god. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, yeah, boo. Fuck this. So, I I know you guys were not necessarily looking forward to this because it's the final stretch of Bleach, right. and apparently that's bad. As I, as I wrote in my first in the first look, like this, it's good that this happened because Bleach deserved to finish its run. If if Naruto and One Piece can still keep trucking to this day, but also the final arc of Bleach sucks. So. Yeah. Well, call me low, call me. It looks all, it looks pretty good, but like the final arc of Bleach is not very good. <laughs> yeah, isn't How's this like music? um? It's all right. It's good. Okay. Well, that's good. Isn't this isn't this a Disney Plus thing? Which is yeah. funny to me. Hulu and yeah, Disney, Disney Plus. Disney Plus's Tite Kubo's Bleach: <laughs> The Thousand Year Blood War. It's very it's very funny to me, but uh, yeah. Wasn't it like going to originally be on Crunchyroll though, and then it just kind of I could wasn't? see that it's entirely possible. Because um, yeah, they usually get the big. I mean, Crunchyroll's names, like big but... break many years ago was getting Naruto and Bleach weekly, right? Naruto like Naruto and Bleach. So yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's Bleach. They got all as much of the cast back as they could, to the point where it caused problems for productions of other shows. 
Well, I mean, at least they're making it nice. Sure. Like, it's I nicely just, made. Yeah, just, I just don't it, think the content of the story is very good. Okay. Does Bleach deserve... I mean, yes, I guess that's the real question. Is Does Bleach deserve to be treated this nicely? Sure. Why not? Who cares, Really? Dude? Okay. Just, no, like... No, it just deserved to, like, have its mediocre week-to-week with bursts of good-looking, you know, continue until it, it finished, right? Is what it actually but Eero, deserved. did it really? Does Bleach actually deserve our... <laughs> our? No. Our... Our grace, our forgiveness. Us, no. <laughs> yes, but like it, you know. Give, give it, it, give it its closure. Uh, right, we can get it over like, with. But I find, yeah. I guess, it's just that one of the things that always brought me joy on many a cold winter night was just thinking mm-hmm. to myself, man. I hope Tite Kubo is seething in hell that <laughs> Leech never finished. But tell us how you really feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, oh my goodness! It's yeah. it sounds like it's exactly what you were expecting at this point. Pretty much, right? just so. I was there. I read the manga like during this whole arc. It's not good, if you ask are, me. Are you gonna watch all of it? No. Or? Okay. <laughs> all right. Was it well. was was the arc never good, or did it just age really badly? No, it was never good. Okay. Yeah. No. I mean, if I don't... anything, it's. Like Artemis, the thing we've sort of maybe gotten into in a previous podcast is, is 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 if anything, Bleach has seen a weird like second uh-huh. reappraisal in the last few years. Yeah, I've noticed where... that online quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah but know, like, it's believe me, X Files, it's just really underrated. God. But like, believe me, at the time, the final arc of Bleach was widely hated. Don't don't let any of these like revisionists tell you otherwise. People mm-hmm. hated the ending of Bleach at the time. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've from what I've seen, people have still been coming out and saying the ending sucks. So um, I haven't I haven't seen to too do. many revisionists yet uh, for this one, but I like, guess be forewarned, yeah. it's just, like, it is just what to, we said it was. To be clear, like Bleach is a is like a long running shonen manga battle manga has a wide cast of side characters whom the readers have latched onto because they don't like the main characters. And then all of these side characters get to do their their things, unleash their true powers, uh, activate their secret techniques that that have been hidden and hinted at, and they all just keep losing over and over. It's bad booking, man. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, that's that that's the final arc of Bleach. Kitaka didn't even get to use his fucking bankai. He gets to give up his life in a shitty Deus Ex Machina. That doesn't work. <laughs> Let's just spoil it all. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. That's all right. Well, well, tell us about this next hard hitter here, Joe. Speaking of uh, burning in hell, um, <laughs> the only reason I put uh, this on, and we're talking about more than a married couple but not lovers, is I think it's actually quite popular, or was going into the anime. Wait, we're talking about Spy Family. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Also known as Spy Family, more than a married couple, but not lovers. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, I I absolutely hated this. Uh, my, my my verdict that I wrote on my post was somewhere in hell, Shinzo Abe's ghost is smiling. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the the premise of the show is, I guess it's supposed to be a romantic comedy, but they do this thing where uh, in 
in high school, they have this, uh, I forget what they call it, but it's a thing where they pair up a boy and a girl and they have to live like a married couple for oh like God. a month or something, or it might even be longer than that. Did your high, so in my high school, not every teacher did this, but one noted teacher did this, which was during like Shakespeare study, You they paired off the boys and girls to practice courtly love. Oh God! Yeah, no, I totally wait. Had to do is that. this a thing in, in American schools? We Apparently. definitely did not. I definitely <laughs> did not do that in school. Okay, so but, it wasn't quite. But that is maybe not quite as twisted as how Eero de- is describing. <laughs> but there was definitely a thing of like, okay, we're going to be, you know, it, it's it's the Shakespeare uh, semester of, of English class or whatever, uh-huh. and I've so never, like we're all going to learn. This. <laughs> we're all going to learn how to like recite and like read like you know Shakespearean like prose. And... And and since a lot of Shakespearean prose is like you know is is a uh, you know is courtship between a man and a woman, th- clearly the most sensible thing to do is to split everybody up, a- mm-hmm, and to mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. do the lines right. Yeah. Oh no, this was no th- this was more than that. This was straight up like people paired off, and over the course of like two months, they must pr- you know go through the no. motions of courtly love. Okay, that's insane. Jesus. No, yeah, okay. no. I that, I had a I had that's a Shakespeare not a thing. thing at school, but it would Jesus <laughs> yeah, like no. that's like the premise of a. Well, it's like the premise of a bad like harem anime. Of a bad anime? Whoa! So, so th- I think this is kind of a, a, a spin off of like the you see some you see sometimes in like old like sitcoms or teen shows or something where they'll have like a home at class and they have to like take care of an egg or something. Uh-huh. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I love that episode of Batman Beyond. Yeah, yeah the, the, those kinds of things. But this is like taken to an uh, like an extreme where they have to like live together and they. they they're all hooked up with like heart monitors to see uh, you know, to, when to they see go. How, how much they go wait, 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 wait. Is it just this high school, or are all high schools in Japan doing this in the show? They don't specify. I get the impression that it's all high schools in Japan at this point. Uh, so we have they, to they're increase hooked... the doki doki meter. By yes, they're thirty-five percent this quarter. They're hooked up to uh, heart monitors, and they get a score based on how often they go doki doki. Oh my goodness! Just um, do. Aerobic exercise. Like, right, I was going to say, just go for a jog. Like, I don't know. And uh, so, the, so the main guy, of course, is the, you know, loser otaku guy. And uh-huh. Whoa. He, 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 he hopes, he's hoping to get paired up with his sweet and innocent childhood friend. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, of course, he doesn't. Shiori he gets, he gets uh, paired up with the, 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 the you know, loud, brash uh, uh, gal type uh, oh. girl. Uh-huh. Who, uh-huh. Who uh, is always making fun of him, and she's mad because she wanted to get paired up with the, the some other hot guy, and of course the partners get all reversed, and you know, God, it's awful. Um, Jell, I whole, can't do this. I can't. I can't keep a straight face. <laughs> we, the whole thing is like it sounds so bad. <laughs> the whole thing is like no nobody questions any of this or anything because it's. Like, it's very obvious the message of the show is, like, the only path to happiness is marital bliss between a man and a woman, and that is your only, uh, you know, that is your sole purpose in life is to, uh, you know, meet mm-hmm. meet your soulmate and reproduce, and thus, uh, you know, my verdict. Uh, I was, I was, like, waiting for that connection. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? And I get it now. Thank yeah. you. That's the whole. That's the whole purpose. So they, they could they could retitle this uh, Shinzo Abe's Revenge. Go get the soda popper. Well, back from the grave. Um, <laughs> so 
Yeah, I, I hated it. I guess the I guess the point is, you know, the partners got switched, but maybe he's really going to be in love with the uh, the girl he got partnered with or whatever. Wow. Uh, okay. Maybe they'll slowly learn to love each other for who they are. Yeah, whatever. Um, Should we just move so... on to the next anime about an arranged marriage? Hmm. <laughs> yes. Please. So, I don't. I don't. Like. Oh, I feel baby. like I'm actively dying the more I hear Jill describe <laughs> I don't, this show. I don't need to say. It. I just wanted to put it out there because it, it had some buzz from from I guess certain crowds, and I'm just going to tell you that show sucks. So. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, let's uh, talk about the return of uh, Urusei Yatsura. Uh-huh. Um, if we must. It remake. sure is that. Uh, yeah. So. I watched the first episode of it. Yep. Um, Same here. We yep. did, yeah. It was a lot. <laughs> that's just I mean, how they made things that... back then, I guess. Yeah, yeah I will that's say... That's just how characters were written back in the day. I will say... Um, the I did love the production of it. It looked fantastic. Sure. Uh Okay. I get, David Production, they are the masters of make, remaking things from the 80s and 90s, I guess. Hear me out, though. It's <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like, wow, it looks great, asterisk, footnote to asterisk. I should rather, I'd rather watch the 80s one. Like, yeah, I, mean, I, I guess I think, it is. I think that's, like, what, that's what the are they bringing to the table here, right? Like, yeah. It, they're not really doing anything that different, other than it looks maybe a other little than, more like, modernish. It's, other than like people our age were not alive, or some yeah, of I us mean, were not think, alive think, during. Well, like, I was alive. Yeah, but... <laughs> I, I, I think that is kind of the core issue with this, right? It's like obviously here's the thing, right? Like, you know, you if you are remaking like what is considered an iconic seminal work of Japanese manga, you can't. You know, it's a little bit like JoJo, where you kind of have to stick fairly close to the source material. Like, it's totally understandable that, like, okay, yeah, like. People like these properties because of what they are, so we kind of have to stick to that. But I think the issue with Urusei Yatsura, at least compared to JoJo anyway, is like... I mean, I, you know, it's just like the game has changed since the days of Urusei Yatsura, you know? <laughs> like, like, the harem game has fundamentally changed, the rules have changed, like... Yeah. And so to kind of return back to the, like, age-old, like, will they, won't they... You oh know, no, he sawed the boobs, or he right, looked at a girl, you know, and then they say, oh, Baka, and slap him across the room, and... Right, you know, it's it's and like... I just, that I just found it... That just doesn't play anymore. <laughs> yeah, not only that, but I just found, like, the pace exhausting, too. Like, it was just non-stop people yelling... Uh, <laughs> I, I assume I like I don't know how many seasons this is going to have, but I assume it's in an effort to to speed it. it up a little because the first yeah. the eighties anime was nearly two hundred episodes. Right, yeah, that's right. Just, so yeah. Shit, you could keep running forever. Like, yeah. So yeah, they're probably. I'm sure they're trying to trim that down. So it's a lot. It was a lot to take in. Um, I I, I, I kind of I'll admit I kind of just enjoyed the just as the visual spectacle of the first episode, but I have no desire to watch more of this. I mean, that's it's it's yeah. a you know shout outs to the OP. It's uh, opening's good. Yeah, it's a really nice. And, it's a real. It's a really slick bit of. Uh, and, you know, it is it is a you know, for better or worse, sort of foundational work. It's just sure. that we don't need to, I guess, relive it at this point. But yeah, 
I don't know if anyone needs to. Like, I'm trying to... Right, exactly. I'm trying to... Like, who is the target audience for this? Like, who are the main people watching this in Japan? Because all all I have is a vision of my head of, like, Master Roshi type of dude. <laughs> going, yeah, 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 like, yeah. time to print bikini. <laughs> kind of, you know, like... Grab the bikini top. And back in my day, kind of, you know, like, that audience... And yeah. I don't, I don't know who like anyone interested in people who listen historical to significance. And, and I guess. Have seen Lum, I mean, I think the thing, the thing is like I have an immense amount of respect for Rumiko Takahashi. You know, again, it's like what, it's like what we were yeah. talking about a few podcasts ago. She may be one of the only mangaka in existence with a 1.0 batting record, <laughs> but you know, it's. It's a 1.0 batting record in the sense that every single one of her manga is a huge commercial hit. Right. But, but I wouldn't success, say that necessarily. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Commercial success and, uh, you yeah. know, quality or not. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm exactly. not, I'm not um, arguing the historical significance of her or her work. I'm just arguing that the show does not it's need just, to be here. Yes, exactly. That, <laughs> you know? that's, that's, that's kind of what I was getting at. It's like, yes, like, seminal yep. work, iconic work, but. You know, do we need it, this in it had its 2022? Moment. Yes, it had its moment. Yep, we don't need to. This isn't really necessary. So, all <laughs> yep. right. Well, I don't know if you did this by coincidence, Jill, but there is a thematic link between the this between Urusei Yatsura and the next anime on the list here. I, I did not do this intentionally. Are, but is what there? is what is your transition here? The OP sequence of both oh, anime right, was yeah. handled by the same guy, and that guy is the Jujutsu Kaisen slash Ranking of Kings opening guy. Yes. Right. Uh, yes. So we're talking about Chainsaw Man, which uh, finally that came out uh, sure. several weeks later. Um, mm-hmm. The most anticipated anime of all time. Yeah, the most anticipated anime of all time. And... Uh, you know, I, I I like it. I would say I like it. Um, I guess I'll start as because you guys have already been you're already familiar with the material from the manga. I I'm think not. I'm the uh, only manga reader currently on the podcast. Okay, so so G, yeah, isn't Aqua also reading it? Or uh, yes, yeah. So yeah, from from my perspective, I find it interesting because. Uh, you know, I've obviously never read the manga. I don't even know if I've seen like an actual page from the manga. Like, I have I have no connection to that other than the little bit that you guys have told me. And even I, when I'm watching this, I feel like something's off with the adaptation. Like, yeah, it's it's very like it's very good and like cinematic, but like it's very well made. It feels like they're maybe taking it too seriously. <laughs> the like the the presentation right. yeah uh I, so i mean it's a it's a show about a guy that turns into chainsaws <laughs> and like yes. we're like we're like got these like very dramatic um cinema cinematography and like even the music that they select sometimes is very like sentimental and stuff and doesn't feel like it matches and i i i i, I do get i've you know, there's more to it than he's just a guy with chainsaws, but, like, um, I don't know. It doesn't feel that serious, though. Like, I, I don't know. It feels a little right. off to me. So, the thing that but... I, I sort of got at in my first look post, and I think... 
I think it, it will. I, I think at this point, Chainsaw Man is still in a bit of a a proving grounds situation because, like a lot of you know Weekly Shonen Jump manga, there is a point where Chainsaw Man finds its stride, and we have not quite reached that yet. Okay. Um, you know there there is. As you might suspect with a lot of these sorts of manga, it is once you introduce the main cast, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the wider cast of the of the story, that it really starts to find its its groove. But even then, I, I would I would agree that in some regards, it's clear that Mappa has a ton of respect for Chainsaw Man and has really endeavored to to luxuriously uh, adapt it to animation. And the thing I sort of arrive at is maybe that, like, deific worship at the altar of Chainsaw Man is in some regards potentially a detriment to to, to being a more, like, totally appropriate adaptation of the source material. Because the thing about Chainsaw Man is that... And this is the thing, this is the thing I think a lot of Chainsaw Man fans will probably feel kind of like I do, where it's like, we're not... We're not mad, we're not disappointed, you know, we don't feel betrayed, because Chainsaw Man does have moments like what is being portrayed in the anime. Like, the thing that I think won so many people over with Chainsaw Man is that, like, on one hand, it is a black comedy, schlocky gore fest about people who are, like, awful to each other in increasingly comical ways, but it is the rare manga that is equally as capable at being, like, an introspective, like, thoughtful character piece at times. And Chainsaw, the the manga's ability to effortlessly balance those two, like, traits, what is, like, one of Chainsaw Man's, like, greatest strengths. Right. But where I feel like it's getting a little weird with the anime is, like, that stuff comes later. Right. Like, the introspective stuff kind of comes later. Yeah, I feel like they're like, trying to dig that up immediately now, right? It, in With some them. regards, it almost feels like what MAPPA has done is that they are adapting all of Chainsaw Man with the reputation it earned by the completion of its uh, its first part. Right. But they are now adapting that tone to the whole work. When, yeah. like, the thing about Chainsaw Man in the manga is it is sort of this, like gradual slide from like you know a dude who turns into chainsaws into sort of an inter like an internal look at like the human desire to be seen and acknowledged by another and it's like that shit doesn't come till like chapter 40 or something (laughs) right yeah so it's i mean when you got like dingy walking around in episode two just saying boobs 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 like and it's all like still kind of serious and i'm like i i don't something just something's not quite lining up here yet but yeah it's it's, uh, it's a thing of like like the thing i was talking about elsewhere is like they're not quite the same but i would say chainsaw man's closest like genetic relative is probably doro hidoro and Mappa did yeah. Doro Hidoro. In fact, they really nailed Doro Hidoro. Yeah. Which is um, a similar story of, like, shitheads being shitty to each other in increasingly violent ways. And yeah. 
And, so but, it, but is, when, it is a bit of a shame that MAPPA could not maybe take some more of that spirit and yeah. apply it to the And that, that's one, at this point, I have also read the manga and watched the anime. And yes, I think they got the tone great with that one, where it was sort of appropriately irreverent, I guess. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, whereas this is like, it still feels like it's taking itself very seriously. I mean, Denji still kicks that dude in the nuts like six times. That so, was, you yes, know. that was quite funny. <laughs> um, Iron Artemis, you're both, you both watched this, right? Or at least yes. one episode yeah, of it? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I haven't read the manga either, so I'm just going purely off, off the anime, which I purposefully didn't look up too much before I watched it, so... Um, what, how, did, how did you... Uh, what, I, I liked it. Like I was it? worried, like... I was worried because there were a lot of weird comparisons between it and Attack on Titan, and I hate what? Attack on what? Titan. So that's really I got to be honest. I, I don't know who you're talking to that's comparing those two, but that's why. Just some random articles, like but no one in particular. Just you know, it, is that like a Boss Baby situation where they've the only other anime they've watched is Attack on Titan? Well, there so there are two similarities that I can think of that could possibly relate between the two. One is that it's okay. Mappa. Like okay, sure. And the other is that they're both very, you know, gory and violent and explicitly on screen, brains flying every yeah. which way, etc. Which sure. is fine. But like in every other way I cannot think of a worse comparison. Yeah. No, because, that's yeah, because that's because even though I do agree that it that that Chainsaw Man doesn't maybe take itself quite as comedically as it should or quite as reverently as it should yet, it at least has enough self-awareness to draw me in enough kind of tongue-in-cheek tarantino-esque black comedy right tone to keep me invested whereas attack on titan is so self-serious and so like up its own ass (laughs) oh totally i mean i guess the thing i want to make clear you know when we're talking about chainsaw man right i mean look Someone's probably gonna like take like a clip of this and then like post it somewhere and be like, "These guys hate Chainsaw Man." Like that's uh-huh. that's not that's not the case. In fact, right. I am totally enjoying the anime because like when I'm talking about like its weird tonal dissonance, that's I'll admit I am bringing a lot of baggage from me being a manga reader. But taken at on its own, I do think the Chainsaw Man anime does have plenty of like good self-deprecating like self-awareness. Right? Like you think about mm-hmm. like every time Denji is like just blatantly, transparently acting in his own self-interest to impress Makima, you know, like, all the stuff once power gets introduced. Like, I definitely think that, like, yes, compared to something like Attack on Titan, for example, which is, like, as, you know, as grimly self-serious as you can get, like... Edgelord Grimdark. Right, like, like Chainsaw Man has enough self-awareness, it has enough of a sense of humor to not fall into the same trap. We still have, we still have bits with, like, Denji putting every type of jam on his bread, Uh and, uh, you know, it's (laughs) like, yeah, it's, yeah. Um. Yeah, but I, I liked it, I, like, it's a solid seven for me so far. So. Yeah, and, yeah, and again, I also, I also like it, I, you know, I am enjoying it, and I, I can see all the, the stuff you're talking about, G is there, so, you know, I think once we... I hope it settles into like a settles into a groove once we get all the cast. In episode two, I've we meet a lot more characters that, you know, obviously are going to have a lot more screen time and everything. So I think I think once we see all the characters come together and interact a little bit more, like the dynamics there, I think yeah. like I feel optimistic about the series. Yeah, generally speaking. I I did want to mention. Uh, 
the one bit I saw where apparently Mappa scrubbed out Denji talking about unions. Yeah, uh, yo, the <laughs> censorship in my anime. Yeah. <laughs> the real censorship. Yeah. I, you know, it's it's hilarious. I forget where I saw it, whether it was on Twitter or something. I, I think it was on Twitter is where I saw getting well, spread around. Well, originally that's where I saw that, but I saw somebody arguing, you know, one of those one of those type of assholes that's like, oh, well, can you translate exactly what it said? Did it really say union? And they were they were trying to argue that the, the katakana didn't actually say oh, union God, because yeah. if you read it phonetic, because it does say union in katakana, which is what... The, which is the type of characters usually used to spell English words, right? Yes. Right. So yeah. the, but but it's always a phonetic pronunciation. So if you literally right. and, take and the he characters, is, he, he, he is saying it in a sing-songy way, right? Yes. Like he so is, he was saying so, it actually says, you know, whatever the katakana phonetically is, it doesn't actually say union, and everyone's right, like, like Shut it up, says asshole. like it like it doesn't say union, it says like bunion or something. Yeah. Right. Like... And, and like yeah, you clearly have no idea what you're talking about. Shut up. Turn this um, M upside down. It's the wombo button. <laughs> no, but that that was that was like I mean, you know, we, we're kind of joking about it, but Mappa's reputation. <laughs> yeah, I no, was right. Say, I was gonna say too, given how beautiful the show looks, you know, there are many, many suffering people behind the scenes. Oh yeah, yeah especially in a place like Mappa that, like, for better or worse, always takes on way too much work at once. Right. Oh, Somewhere, somehow, that, there is an yes. entire studio who is looking forward to when this is not airing anymore. I mean, they are still working at Jujutsu Kaisen Season 2 at the same time. It's kind of fucking yeah. crazy. Um, so that's, that's, uh, that's unfortunate. Um, but yeah, th th that's maybe to be expected, unfortunately. Uh, I yeah. will say one last thing. I kind of wish the show looked more like the second ED. <laughs> Oh yeah, like you know, because yeah. this is this is doing a, this is doing a thing that was you know um um prototyped and pioneered by the uh -huh. legendary uh, Ninja Slayer. Uh, they're doing a unique ED for each episode. <laughs> right. And, right. Um, man, I really like how the second ED looks. Like it's got a much more like kind of like scratchy, loose indie style that I think actually like maybe fits the manga's style a little bit more closely. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it's a little bit of a shame. And, you know, of course, one last thing, you know, look, this is not a, look, I know the way I'm talking might, might imply I have, I feel a certain way about Chainsaw Man, but let me be clear, this is not a Golden Kamui-esque tragedy, like, no. yeah. that said, I will still say, you should read Chainsaw Man. <laughs> it is like, uh, the, the, like, isn't it like the most popular manga going right now, in, in, even in America? Internationally. Like, <laughs> internationally, yeah. So, so, so not a Lucifer in the Biscuit Hammer situation is what Oof. you were all saying. <laughs> I didn't want to bring that one up because I, oh, I didn't want to hurt your scab here. off. Like. Yeah, I guess my sprinkle, point was... Sprinkle some salt in that wound mm -hmm. for you, Iroh. I guess my point was, gee, people are reading Chainsaw Man. Yes, so. yes. Like I, I have to stop pretending like Chainsaw Man is this weird underground Th thing. This is not, is this is not like, um, this is not like many of the other uh, violent... Uh, whatever uh, manga adaptations that you've brought to the table that nobody yes. cares about. <laughs> this is actually a, a very popular thing, so, yes. yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So, I guess we'll we'll, t we'll talk about uh, Hot Off the Presses here, To Your Eternity, which didn't come out until today. Yeah. Um, and, how's, uh, how's this doing? Ar Artemis, you're the only one that got a chance to watch it, but um, yeah. so how did it's... that go? 
fine. Okay. Like, it's it's hard. To, it's because I, so again, I haven't read the manga. You can just assume yeah. to any <laughs> listeners listening that I have not read the manga, not read the light novel, not played the game. Whatever the source material is, don't mm. know, don't care. Um, it's fine. It's hard to tell for me if it's fine going downhill or fine going uphill. It's just mm. kind of fine. It's one episode, you know. Um, right. I'm assuming they're setting up whatever the next. Uh... Yeah, there's there's some clear, there's some very clear setup going on here. Um, it like, mm, I. Mm. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to decide uh... if if my problems with this franchise have to do with the story or the storytelling. Right. Mm. Um, probably the latter, I guess. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> leading up to, cause I, I haven't watched this, and I, fr- frankly, probably won't. But uh, my my problem with season was I was it was it was it was kind of in both ter- both yeah, territories, but as... the yeah. probably more so in the the presentation. But even the core content, I had issues with overall. Mm-hmm. As far as like, I wasn't really. A fan of where they were taking the I'm not plot. I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of the new and or returning characters and I won't say anything more because of spoilers mm-hmm. that they've introduced in this first episode of season two and yeah. I still kind of mourn the fact that the show as far as season one is concerned just didn't live up to the first episode which was yeah. so good yeah yeah but at the same time, I can't judge a show based on one episode. Like, you know, it's a, it's a weird situation. Yeah, and I, I do feel like, so as a refresher for anybody who hasn't watched this, this is about an immortal character, and eventually he moves on to, you know, living with different people, right? right? And I do feel like the people that he's stuck with have a lot to do with whether that arc is going to be good or not, mm-hmm. right? So, yes, yes, definitely. So there's always a chance that, you know, whether you liked the current arc or not, once they go on to the next one, you're rolling the dice again, right? So Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I feel like this this particular arc, if it's going where I think it's going from the setup, then, I'm, then I don't necessarily care for the characters that he's stuck with. Yeah. But it's it's too early for me to make a judgment call on that so i'll try and be kind of more impartial yeah for now all right yeah we'll we'll see it's just you know i think the only reason we're still i mean i know for all of you who read the manga you enjoyed the manga a lot but aside from that i mean there was like you know there's so much potential for this to be great and i think that's why we stick with it and it's also why we're disappointed when it doesn't meet the expectation but I, to, to be to be fair i enjoy the anime more than i don't if that makes mm-hmm. sense like i'm still watching so right. clearly i'm not here i'm not here to like shit on it yeah um but i will also point out where i where it does not work for me so mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah well i think yes not to bring too much of just manga foreknowledge into this but it was a somewhat contentious arc. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it, is it worse than uh, Prison Island or whatever? Uh, <laughs> I mean, 
I'm not even sure anymore because here's right. the thing. In my memories of Crime Island in the manga... Crime good. Island, yes. Yeah. We're actually fairly good. I liked Crime Island when I read it. Yeah. And I didn't really like the arc that's coming up, so... <laughs> Right. Who knows? I, I, I no longer which, know which which has I'm... a strong connection to Crime Island. So we'll see. Maybe. Well, <laughs> in terms of the characters, it does. Sure. sure. <clears throat> Just yeah. uh, it's yeah. I like wonder if different pacing of experiencing the story would like greatly affect right such things because there was definitely a feeling of we've been here forever. Uh. <laughs> you know yeah. um, but I guess we'll see I think I'll probably watch somewhere between two and three episodes <laughs> uh, is this another My Hero situation era of we need to get to that specific moment yeah, I and think then so. once we get that moment like our Just emotional bail. catharsis yeah. will be complete uh-huh. and we can leave <laughs> yeah god yeah okay well yeah I'm Yes. More on that one later <laughs> then, I guess. Let's uh let's move along. So that's the the new shows. Yeah. I don't know if I don't know if there's anything still floating out there. I feel like there might be one or two shows Arc that Knights. still haven't come uh, up, but the Ark Knights anime airs in like a week. <laughs> oh, I can't I, oh, I can't wait till we get into that G. That'll be next time. Oh, uh, we but, can just uh, turn that into an impromptu uh gotcha games episode. Uh, we haven't done yeah. one of those lately. Good. You we can have tell- some <laughs> We have some catching up to do, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, let's let's come back around to some of the other shows that we talked about last time that we're still watching. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, I guess uh, surprise a surprise twist. I'll say you guys are watching because I have not actually watched Spy oh, Family. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm in, I'm in a weird. You can place. no longer be our blog overlord. Get oh. out. Okay, <laughs> so look, I I, I love Spy Family. But I was kind of experiencing this even toward the end of season one, where I was just don't feel super motivated to watch it. Like I feel like I know exactly what I'm gonna get when I turn it on, which is which is good. But I'm also like, I don't know. It's a weird. No, I, weird I think that's fair. I, I do like, think I don't feel like I need based... to go watch this right now. Like and like mm. like based on probably what you know the you know what season one gave you. I mean, Spy Family is on some level. It is, it is a sitcom, right? Like it is, it it yeah. it is a story that is fundamentally built around the building blocks of these three familiar characters and the new hijinks they get up to this week. I mean, like even even you know even with the second half of this anime opening up with a more like you know a more like plot focused arc still wraps up fairly neatly by the end, right? Like, I mean, it yeah. it does change the status quo because they get a dog. But, but not, like, like yes. so... Not super-duper intensely. Like. Right. Yeah. So, I, I, I will I will get back to it. It's just, you know, when I've got six other shows I'm watching and I was quite busy yeah, the fair past enough. couple of weeks. It is, it, is, it is very much the kind of show where you sit down and watch an episode and then you go, well, that sure was an episode of Spy Family. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, but uh, hey, it is. It still is. It is still Spy I, Family. Which I did. Means, I did hear they get a dog, so that's cool. Yeah, it is. It, it is still a very entertaining, sincere, and like just well made story. Like it. Like did, if you liked season one, <laughs> that season season two is did, more. Did of anything? That, so yeah. uh, 
anything specific happened in the uh, what are what are they on episode three or four or something at this point? Something like that. Any any highlights or uh, particularly? Well, fun it's kind of interesting because now that they've gotten because the dog arc is probably the closest that Spy Family at this moment <laughs> at this point <laughs> of the story like has had to like a yes a like climactic ser- like serialized narrative. And so that now that that's taken care of, it's almost like they feel they have the freedom to go episodic again. Like the right. latest episode, like I don't actually remember the order of these chapters anymore. But, but like they the latest also episode, doesn't matter, right? <laughs> but that's the thing; it almost doesn't matter. And so the yeah. latest episode of Spy Family is literally just like them just mashing together a couple of like one-off chapters from the manga into a single story, right? Like right. like the first half is like when, a, when, when like. We're in the church where, like, the episode titles are literally, like, three, two or three different titles because those are the two or three different... Yeah, mini, I see the, lati- mini, the latest uh, one is... right? Yeah, um, Yours Kitchen slash The Informant's Great Romance Plan. Uh, right, right. Yeah. So right. We're, we're in that part of the show where it's just, like... Episodic. Yeah, uh, here's, your, here's our episodic but, gag. Like, yeah. And, and the off. thing yeah. is, like, you know, we don't actually have it on the list here because, look, we have too many shows to talk about. We'll get to, we'll get around to it in another podcast, but, like, it's a thing we've talked about a little bit with Cyberpunk Edge Runners of, like, man, I wish this show had had just a little bit more time to breathe, just have these characters do stuff in this world. And so when Spy Family has episodes like this, I actually really like them because, mm-hmm. like, yeah, they don't move the story forward. You know, they're not really even, like... They almost feel vestigial in some regards because they wrap up neatly by the end, but it's still just getting to spend more time with these characters, right? Getting to explore who they are, you know, as yeah. you know, and, and having them interact with different members of the cast in in fun and entertaining ways. So yeah, and then and then you always know you're going to get like that happy ending, you know, mm-hmm. because <laughs> yes. because I do like that they're hinting at some pretty dark past stuff for the for the characters Mm -hmm. but i like being able to just like sit down and watch something where i know i'll be satisfied at the end and not like feeling cynical and you know what i mean like even when lloyd's like this is just a fake family that i'll abandon when my mission is over yeah yeah now it's like go home and have dinner and hug my daughter yeah, it's like shut the fuck up, Lloyd. Like you're never <laughs> yeah, gonna you're... abandon this family. Like my daughter. <laughs> yep. Uh yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's very so, it's 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 aggressively spy family. Even the opening is, ing- is aggressively bump of chicken spy family. Yes. <laughs> the opening yeah, we, we yeah. there's, there's nothing more aggressively bump of chicken I, than I think this you, you guys you guys already talked about that last time, mm. so I won't rehash it, but I, I do agree I kinda missed the original opening from season one, but um, like, like I don't know if Bump of Chicken is the most appropriate Spy Family musical act to bring in, but uh, yeah, I uh, so yeah, I, stuff it probably is. Maybe. Yeah, maybe it is. Yeah, and, and, and you know, there's that that's fine with it being like there are many shows I've enjoyed in that format, and I mm-hmm. I like Spy Family. I just it's not at the top of my priority list at the moment, I guess. So I will get back to it though. Um, all right. When the weather gets cold, it'll pull the blanket back out uh. yeah exactly um i'm kind of in a similar boat with mob psycho 100 which mm. i have also not watched yet for season three okay um understandable so you guys will have to kind of bring me up to date on I what's mean, going on it, with that it's good. It's but, psycho. 
it's good. It is mob, but but yes, it is mob psycho, right? It is the continued adventures of you know this very this this real good egg of a kid trying his uh-huh. best to navigate navigate his middle school experiences despite having his godlike psychic powers, right? It's 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 yeah. that. It's Reagan being a piece of shit. You know, it's. <laughs> Yeah. It's all it's all that shit. It's but uh, it just you know it so continues that, to be very well made. That latest episode has good jokes of Bob because uh, Bob has had a weird amount of attention from the girls lately. Yes, uh, <laughs> for various reasons that involve myriad things. But Bob, who is has poor social skills, is like, am I popular now? <laughs> right. Yeah. So we are, we are getting becomes... the beginning of. It becomes Chad Mob, right? Yes, Chad Psycho 100. Like I, okay. I, I don't have a screenshot on hand, but it's just that there are parts of this episode where he just subtly transforms into a like Fist of the North Star looking dude with the same oh, bowl great. cut, and yeah. it's 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 it's, and it's like very a funny. Voice actor pitches down. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. But. Uh, yeah, so I mean, I guess in terms of the like overarching plot, basically, you know, we, t- we I talked about a bit, uh, bleh, I talked about it a bit last uh, podcast, right? About Mob sort of navigating what he wants to do with his future at the same time that a cult is building around the giant broccoli that he mm-hmm. like right. created in, in the, the aftermath of, of the end of season two, mm-hmm. right? Exactly, the, and. The- now that we find out is that Dimple, you know, the little Ekubo, little green piece of shit. Yeah, uh, is uh, planning to sort of siphon up the power of worship from these cultists. That sounds to, like uh, Dimple. Yep. Yeah, to get into <laughs> some megalomaniacal shit. You know, look, it's Dimple. We we all kind of wrote him off as that like goofy like side character in season two, but we all forgot that that dude was like hey, a fucking know, it's like when it's crazy. Like... A- <laughs> yeah, it's like when Piccolo is like, don't get. Cozy, I'm here to take over the world. Now I'm gonna go fuse with Kami <laughs> to fight Cell. Except Dimple is actually making good on his threat I that know. he still has delusions of grandeur. Uh-huh. So, so I think yeah. we're going to be getting a a mob versus Dimple uh, psychic fight soon. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, I, I mean again, it's it's you know as always, the core of it is more about Mob, who he is yeah. as a character. You know his his struggles, his. His desires to be, you know, to be to be seen and known by the girl he has a crush on, all that stuff. Um, right. So, like, this uh, last episode didn't make me remember like a bit in season two because there's a there's a Nep's whole like mini arc season two where like Mob is friends with like the Muscle Club or whatever, right? And, yeah. Like they're actually friends, like pretty good friends, and they're gonna go hang out. And then Reagan's like, oh, you know, Mob, like those people don't actually care about you or whatever. Like he's. Because Reagan has the wrong idea. Like, this time Reagan has the wrong idea, and he's, you know... Because of his adult cynicism. Right, he's trying to, like, make sure Mob doesn't get hurt. And, you know, then Reagan there has to learn a lesson about, like, human connection or whatever it is, right? Or, like, letting Mob be his own person. But then, like, here in this, where Mob's like, am I getting popular with the girls? And you have all the characters being like, no, you're (laughs) you're not. Like, don't get your head up about this. And... Like Mob has the same reaction as last time of like, no, you're you're, trying, you're just trying to get me down. When right. this time it is a little more like, no, we know more about this. Right. right. We, we don't right. want you to get. We we don't want you to hurt yourself. Right. right. Like we don't want you. We don't want you to crash and burn because mm-hmm. you got you got the wrong idea of like 
these largely, I'm going to assume, purely platonic like relationships you happen to have with a couple of girls in school. <laughs> right. But um Yeah, it's mob, and it still looks really good. Uh the prior episode um has it is the most just like bog standard bones is here to flex of just like like, it's literally just a ghost of the week. Like, just here's Reagan, Mob, and uh, uh, the new guy they recruited at the end uh-huh. of season two. Just here to fight, what is it, like, 99 ghosts and the Demon Lord and his right. four <laughs> elite generals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it is, like they, are, they are purposely leaning into just it being the most just cliche shonen anime, like, premise. And, of course, Mob just, like, effortlessly obliterates these, like, 99 demons in right. some of the and slickest like, 2D wow, animation those... you've ever seen. He's like, wow, those were cool-looking. Well, we should use those designs for the school festival monsters on the right. contest. <laughs> yes. But, uh... So, yeah, yeah man, it's Bob. Sure, sure sounds like I should watch the show sometime, huh? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, this... hey, it's a good time. It, it, it is. is. Maybe, yeah. maybe this can if, feel if, our... Yeah. This, this, this is the show that might be able to heal our heart after Ranking of Kings. Uh... Oof. The, if uh, I'm ever, if I'm ever um, hard up for some anime to watch, mm-hmm. I can get. I guess this will be at the top of my right. backlog. I think. I think you are right, Jill. And that it's, it's sort of in a similar. Now that we're in a season three, it is sort of like Spy Family. It's sort of just sort of spinning its wheels. Yeah, I feel like, like I. I feel like doing, I know exactly what it's I'm doing. What get it do, is, and it does yeah. it well. But also, yeah. it's we. But also, we know what we're in for, and that's yeah. fine. So. But, yeah, and it's fine. Yeah. I just it, it it goes lower on the priority list because it's like I know, <laughs> I know what I'm gonna get when I watch this, right? Uh-huh. So, um, okay. Yeah. Let's move on to talking about uh, DIY. <laughs> well, Do it yourself. Um, Do it. I yourself. I I only watched the first episode mm-hmm. of this. Uh, but I think they're up to three now. I. I, I enjoyed it. It was maybe a little too dry for me as far as like content, but it's it I it's very charming though. Like um the like the art style, everything you guys said last time, I'm not going to rehash it all. I just I agree with all that. The art style, it looks great. Um you know, the characters are fun and everything. Mm-hmm. But um Artemis, you said you're still watching all of it, though, right? I, I am, and it's not just because of the art style, which is great, and it kind of reminds me. Lovely. It kind of reminds me of of uh, Keep Your Hands Off Azelkin a little bit, especially when when mm. um, Sidifer has her like imagination kind oh, of right, little, right. little like <laughs> see, yeah. like ten second yeah. like oh you know. Um, but I also really dig the this kind of setting which is totally unspoken, but this uneasy tension between um, like high tech cutting edge uh-huh. kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and you know, this warm, homey, traditional Japanese kind of feel. Yeah. Um, that is very... Cause they never, they never say it. And that's the really good part of it. Cause I assume it's set. It never says it's set in the future. Right. And if it is set in the future, it's only kind of just, you know, it's like, yeah, it's like near, kind of future. near future, near future right? stuff. Right. Yeah. I don't know if you've and because, been yeah. oh, like, sorry, uh, sorry, like we detective or like it's, it's a bit practically an open secret at this point that Mitsu Iso of Deno Coil and uh, Orville Children yeah. is involved with this, yeah. which sort of I heard, explains yeah. some of the futurism stuff. Yeah, but I but I most of all like the fact that it's n- that it's never spelled out. Right. 
there's no like narrator there's no like as we all know in the year uh-huh. whatever you know they just like, have self-driving buses they just it's just kind of there and it's just there for you to notice and make of it what you will mm. um it probably exemplified most between Sedefer and her childhood friend Pudin. I can't remember her real name uh-huh. but like in the first episode and they kind of scatter it throughout the episodes too but especially in the first episode where they're going home and yes said if it goes into her house and it's this it's this very kind of cozy kind mm-hmm. of you know chaotic but very warm and she's, friendly she's got vibe. Her own like pets and the pets all like swarm yeah, her old or... school japanese apartment style place and then her friend goes in and she's living alone and it's very kind of mm-hmm. kind of straight lines and clean and this robotic octopus yeah. of some kind like greets her at the like... door <laughs> yeah and but they never comment on that and i think that's mm-hmm. really cool yeah they just have confidence um, in the visual storytelling yeah just like the just let the story speak for itself which is <laughs> which is nice there, there's another show that does the the near future thing technology thing with no explanation uh that i watched called love flops and that was awful oh, I, I did was not put it on here was it a flop <laughs> yes okay god that show sucked that was worse than the other one i was talking about but we're not we don't anyway, get yeah. into into that but, but yeah, they, did, I mean, they is... did do that that thing with the the they have near future technology for no reason they just have it but uh oh, i think i think it's here for a reason in this in this in this mm-hmm. show which yeah. is probably which is probably going to end up the thesis of the show basically like you know high tech cutting edge whatever versus reject modernity embrace tradition the old age try yeah. to do it yourself i could definitely yeah. see that even watching the first episode because i think that's the scene i think that was in the first episode that you're talking about where where the two yeah, girls yeah. go home and yeah. they have like the contrast between you know right all of yeah. that but but it is it is a predictable show in other ways like it's if if you didn't like the first episode i don't think you'll love the rest it's basically more of the same it's fairly yeah it's predictable it's you know charming but wholesome you know Mm -hmm. kind of stuff all the way through i wouldn't expect it to be anything else yeah i i did i did like the first episode but it was just like i I feel like maybe in other seasons i would definitely watch it we have to like sift through the the avalanche first right yeah yeah um, it's just like it's 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 the thing of like i mean i i totally agree with a lot of stuff you're saying artemis i i do think like maybe i was a little too harsh on do it yourself like last last podcast but i think maybe some of that just comes from i think in any other season i probably would be watching this weekly it's just it's there's just so much competing for like our time at 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 this given moment yeah no i I get i get that that it's not on you know the top of the list for probably most people and it's not you know like top tier for me either but i like it enough that yeah. i'll probably, probably continue for the rest of the season if, if mm. you know assuming i have the time to do so i think it's it's a nice anime and i don't mean nice in a derogatory way but i also don't mean it in, a, <laughs> in a whoa you guys have to watch this you know it's nice yeah sure um looks great yeah i'm trying to i'm trying to i'm trying to process in my brain why I really enjoyed something like, say, Super Cub, going back to that versus, <laughs> oh, like... Yeah. Yeah. Well, Super, uh, Super, Cub, Super Cub had a kind of a completely different storytelling yeah. style where it was mostly silent. Yeah, for, it was... For, it was the majority of episodes. It was, like, even more right? chill, I think, but, uh, yeah. yeah. I, do, I, did, I did like Super Cub more, but I think it was a lot to do because I don't necessarily like all that much dialogue in my anime. Like, yeah. I prefer... Mm-hmm. 
it, it was know? a lot more of a more of a mood <laughs> yeah it was very moody. yeah exactly yeah, very moody it was um, a very mood piece yeah yeah and uh yeah and but, this yeah, and this it, is very stereotypical like oh no they have right. a club oh Girl, no there's only two anime. members like oh yeah. no they have to find more before the club shuts down oh, no. like i'm sure yeah it's it's yeah. nothing that people have not seen many many times before so i totally get if it's not everyone's jam um mm. yeah but it is charming enough that it got me and good enough and like competent enough in its storytelling that i'm happy to continue for now so yeah all right. It's good. Perhaps on the opposite end of the mood spectrum. <laughs> yeah, an anime Let's... that has no charm, doesn't want you to watch it, hates you. <laughs> Actively hates you, and it's great. Um, Pop Teen Epic Season 2. Okay, so... It's back. I will say, I think Episode 4, we finally hit the wall a bit on the... We started hitting some duds. But, Is that the latest uh, one? What, you mean the latest one? The latest one... I, oh, I, I don't, don't know. know. I like the, latest one. the latest one hits pretty hard. But, okay, so, but also, I'm the freak okay. out here being like, oh, yeah, the Protopia serial murder case, the seminal oh, NES yeah, that's visual novel. Obscure. Wow. Yeah. yeah um, I, maybe my impression of episode four was tainted by the final bit where they're just making those noises over the credits. But uh, that, that that bit definitely doesn't does, does not hit. But like it's just like... I mean, I think the thing that we continue to like appreciate about Pop Team Epic is just its un its unflinching like desire to just do whatever it wants, like regardless of like what yeah. conventional like practices um, say about like the production of anime. I will say, um, episode three, the 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 kids show going to the farm bit was fantastic. Right, uh, right. Yes. like like th- having having the commitment to hold. Like Old, on yeah, on the five scene. seconds, so the kids can say we're at the farm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or and then um, it gets like, and then it naturally takes a super dark turn or several. Right. Or like, or dark like in, turns. I mean, you know, in like in episode four, right, where the second half, which uh, Ero informed me of because I wasn't aware of this, what the 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 second duo of voice actors for the second half of episode four are, I guess apparently the the official dub VAs for Jackie Chan and Sammo Hung. <laughs> whenever they dub their voices into Japanese okay and then that subtly explains like why it literally ends with the Shaw Brothers the end Card, like yeah overlay yeah, on yeah, top of have, it they had like they added like a, an outtake a to blooper the reel yeah. yeah yeah it does make the uh, the pop team epic b-side funnier too but yeah uh, mm-hmm. but yeah. uh but I mean, that's the thing. That's always been the thing about a pop team epic, right? Is it, it is intentionally hit or miss, right? Like some jokes are going to kill certain audiences, and other jokes are going to co- fall completely flat. And, and they, they don't care because they hate you. Um... Yeah, you know, it's 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 a, it's a, it's, a, it's a joke. It's a it, when you're telling a joke a minute, you can have some duds, you know, as yeah. long as enough of them hit. Like right. when we have another I, I... a second, like we hired some other studio to do a like. A really Super expensive segment, right? Yeah. yeah. Which I assume will be a um, recurring thing. Who was it they, they, that came Studio, in on episode four? Studio Flat, S- I think. Studio Flat, which, um, based on what we were looking up... well, You're the one who did the, the research, fight? so you, uh, should, you should be the one to explain. Some people were involved with Vivi, uh, is my understanding. Oh, okay. 
and some other Shout like and like mu and like some like indie movies and like commercials and stuff, right? Like yeah, R- right. But also specifically, you mentioned that there was staff involved in this also, short right, work. I think, yeah, I think the director of that segment worked on uh, Gridman. We're talking about the Dynasty train battle. One. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And yeah, once you hear that, oh, this dude worked on Gridman and Dynazenon, yeah, and then you sort sense. of like think about how those are probably the most Anno-inspired trigger works, <laughs> suddenly stuff about that short, like the sequence of the doors closing, <laughs> or like the screen monitors <laughs> popping out in sequence. It's like, oh, yeah. right, that is the most Evangelion Anno-ass, like, startup, like, boot-up sequence imaginable. <laughs> yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense now that you mention it, yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I. I yeah. The the train thing was cool. I. I. I guess maybe that that I liked the other previous episodes better or something. But yeah. Uh, to- no. Totally. I mean. Again. I think. Yes. Again. Pop. Pop. Team Epic is 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 a is a polarizing you know show right yeah. like some episodes are gonna play better than others. So I, I, I mean, think. they literally have the uh, the voice actors. Telling you not to buy the Blu-rays. Uh, yes. Between, uh, <laughs> so. Or you know they're just they're just they're just being honest. They're not going to buy the Blu-rays. Yeah, yeah, they're like, well, I'm not going to buy it, but I guess you guys can buy it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know. So. Just just send you know tell the studio to send a copy to my agency. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. Um. All right. Well, that continues to be fun. Uh-huh. Uh let's talk about another fun thing. Um, how about another? Sh- how about a show for, uh, also on the opposite end of the spectrum from Pop Team Epic? Of if Pop Team Epic has a thousand jokes, what about a show with only one joke, but it committed yeah. super hard to that one joke? It is very committed to the joke. Is, we're talking about Akiva Made War. Um, interesting uh, set of episodes. So we we had two more episodes since last time. I mm-hmm. kind of didn't. What I was kind of like scared with episode two because it was kind of repeating episode one. Same episode two which is the exactly one that had me a what little... we were all kind of saying is mm-hmm. yeah. By after episode one, we're like, okay, are they just going to keep doing the same thing over and over again? And they kind of do that in episode two. Um, you know, I was I was very dis. I think my my biggest moment of disappointment was like in episode two. They they do the casino episode, right? I'm like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. let's right. do this. You know, let's get some crazy, you know, gambling, game the system, Kakaguri. gambling, high stakes gambling, right? And the final big gambling scene where they're never inevitably playing poker, right? Mm. Um, and you know, it's one of the, it's, it's like the maid idol girl. It's her episode. It's her time to shine or whatever. And you think she's gonna pull off something in the card game or whatever. And she just loses, and yeah. then the, the solution becomes, all right, well, we have to murder everyone now. I'm like, I mean, oh, I, so, was, I was kind of disappointing. I, I was like, I, I, I wanted I, to have another solution that wasn't just shooting everyone. <laughs> right. I am of two minds about it, because I think that her, like, presenting, like, the confident anime genius only to be revealed to be a complete dipshit. Right. Is actually right. a pretty good joke. It the is problem kind of funny, is that yeah. they then resolve the story the same way they resolved the end of episode one, which is let's just like, shoot our way out. And it's like an inferior version because it's not like the the flashy. Right. It's not. It's not because the, the 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 one in episode one is kind of amazing because it's almost like this weird 
gory music video, hyper <laughs> right, exactly. music video thing. And this one, she just shoots everybody. Yeah. Um, but then episode three happens, and I think that really like yes. re- reignited my confidence in in this show. I, I feel like they expanded the scope just enough to open up more possibilities. Mm-hmm. So, in episode three, they kind of imply that all of anime otaku fandom or whatever is organized crime basically yes it is all organized it's organized crime all the way down and made cafes are just like one element of it but Mm -hmm. like you have because we've seen the guy that comes to like shake down the cafe is like the stereotypical 80s 90s otaku guy right Uh like his headband headband. backpack yeah the posters sticking out of the backpack and everything right (laughs) and um in this one, they 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 bring in executives from the anime figure companies uh-huh. who are trying to like make, uh, you know, fake uh, fake anime figures, and somehow, and then they get tied up in like this underground fight club, and it turns into Megalo Box. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I was joking about it turning into Megalo Box. It is actually turning into Ashita no Joe. Like, we, well, I mean, that's but, Megalo Box. But yes, yeah. right? Yes, so. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, straight up with like the manager getting the eye patch and being drawn like an '80s character and or not even '80s '70s character. They, they, they've got the they've got the freeze yeah. frames with the the dramatic with the you know the the fully sketched out whatever yes. you know freeze uh, frames and everything. But um, I, I really enjoyed that one because I think yes, it it because it's spoofing a slightly different thing from just the usual crime drama, but like it's still like adjacent, right? Like to to that. To yeah. that genre of storytelling, but it is not just oh, uh, here's Ronko shooting her way out of all of her problems, right? Like yes, yeah, and d- people still die. I mean, <laughs> people yes, still people die violent st- deaths. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, and it, I, I, I'm kind of uh, enjoying the joke with the manager just being the worst person, just an absolute piece of shit. Like the worst person on the planet who will degrade yeah. herself in any way to survive. Uh, it, but played for humor, of course. It's quite funny. Um, but yeah, it, it is a different situation where it's not Ronko just shooting everybody. Instead, she punches people but uh, <laughs> or, or kicks them in the face or whatever. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I think there's a little more promise. And, I mean, I... I was kind of committed anyway because I'm like, even if they're doing the same thing, like, the presentation is so much fun to me personally that like. No, I, I think that's totally fair. Like, I and, and... I think, like the strength, of the, the presentation really like you know because sometimes, you know, this is a thing I I have talked about before when we talk about like comedy anime or not even comedy anime anime but any anime that tries to deliver a joke, is like, delivery is almost as if not more important than the joke itself. And I think Akiba Made War is a great example of, oh, if you could just, if you're really slick, if you're really smooth at telling a joke, yeah, it almost doesn't matter if the joke isn't that funny if you just tell it good enough. Yeah. We might have, we might have some of that in the next uh, show that we talk about. But, um, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I think the that all helps, you know, at least for th- three episodes, keeping it feeling, yeah, uh, fresh so far. But you know, we'll see. Um, I, mean, I, I guess that's the thing, right? Dragging by episode six or something if we're yeah, not like somewhere else. But yeah, yeah, like episode three is promising. The thing though is, like, I need to see them keep, you know, keeping that momentum forward. 
exactly yeah and I, I think final note i'll just say i think my um my favorite bit out of all of these the, the one good thing in episode two was when the panda bear cuts the gas line to blow up yeah. <laughs> that was that was that was a pretty solid bit that just came out of nowhere I, I, it's not really clear to me whether that's an actual panda bear or someone in a suit or what that is but uh it's very funny um yeah so let's uh let's move along to what may secretly be the best show of the season and uh <laughs> at least in yeah i i i keep being really surprised by this one uh so we're, we're talking about bochi the rock mm-hmm. um and i i i wanted i want to mention because i wasn't i wasn't here last time i almost put this on our first look podcast because i am a sucker for uh band stories mm-hmm. and i ultimately didn't because uh for one i don't like the character designs and i still don't and also i i when when i was reading about everything like it felt the four comanness was very strong <laughs> with it uh, if that makes sense you could, you could feel it yes i and even 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 watching it you can even watching the show you can still feel you can still tell that it was based on a four coma, but yeah. as Aqua pointed out, it's sort of like the the K own effect where they've very much expanded this out into uh some you know they they've really killed it with the adaptation on this. Yes, they they've uh, definitely made like 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 I can sort of still see the seams between like, oh okay, this was this this was a four coma, this was another four coma, but I think they've done a very good job of weaving them into a fully fledged, like self contained narrative. Yeah. And, um, you know, that and some, like, almost Love Lab tier uh, gag animation. I mean, so that's the thing, on. right? It's like, the characters themselves, I don't like how they look, but I love the way they move. Yes. Like, the animation they're, in this they're show very, is like, just... And, it, and to be to be clear, it's not like Love Lab's, like, super clean, smooth cartoon animation. It's no, very, like, no, it's... scratchy and, like... Yes. They go out of... Uh, in and out of different styles and stuff, like... Yeah, but it's right. It, but like, it just looks like, great. like, like the art style it adopts every time Bochi has a nervous breakdown of just like the weird, like her like mushed face. Like, yes, <laughs> I don't know why it gets me every time, but it's, it's very, it's... Uh, it's very funny. Um, yes, but but even beyond beyond the presentation, like it's very it's very funny and also like. They're, they're touching on some real stuff in there. They're I mean, it's, it's, they're not... it's, it's, it's you could call it relatable for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very empathetic. I, I might even say. Like... Yeah, and, and and it's and it's not serious. Like it's still it's still kind of played as a joke, but like there's very strong like themes of like how having social anxiety and low self esteem kind of makes a lot of the humor is based on how that makes you make assumptions that are not correct, right? Right. That, which is what. Bochi is constantly doing every episode is, you know, thinking everybody hates her or whatever. But, you know, um, not even not even that everyone hates her, but like, oh, that's so cool. Like they are above me or, like, or, or yeah. transcended my yeah my state of being. Or, or the, when in not reality, that they everyone yes. everyone either is not cool or or um. Right. Like has she, no interest in being cool, you know. Right. She doesn't think she, she thinks everyone's cooler than her when they're they're just regular people like she is, right? But right. 
Yeah. The, yeah, there was like the in the latest episode there was the bit where she's um trying to recruit the the lead the other girl as the lead singer and she's like the, the 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 girl asks her like, "Oh, why did you learn how to play guitar?" and she's like in her head she's thinking you know, how she wanted to be cool in front of everybody and be popular <laughs> but she's like i can't say that though you know i'll, I'll sound like a yeah. and so she's like i want to achieve world peace world or something peace. <laughs> yes and yeah. and then the other girl's like oh well i just thought the bass player was hot so like <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like you no, know the, her her assumptions were completely wrong right in um, a lot of ways it's it's actually the, the reason why i said empath i mean it is relatable but i think the reason why i wanted to describe bochi the rock as empathetic is that because it doesn't just merely get into like ah damn anxiety am i right guys yeah. but it also gets into like the ways in which like it's not just about bochi it's also about learning about like how just normal it is for people to be kind of fallible right yes like you know yeah. Like, like she, I, I she would puts be... Kita, the the new girl, the red haired girl, on this like pedestal of oh she's an extrovert that just must mean she has all her shit together, and it's like yeah. no that's no. definitely <laughs> not how it is. <laughs> oh god, yeah, I I loved that uh, all the twists on her character in in the latest episode of like the the the, the twist of how she actually was in the band before and all right, that like yeah again just re reemphasizing that you know you can't make these assumptions on with people but um man I gotta say that... though like okay what was the what was the name of that rock band anime with the pretty boys were like it, what was it like you said it was like some in given. given was that the one where it was like the guy was so dumb he oh, didn't yeah. even know what I like uh what was it again like band um, he, like, he didn't, he didn't know that you could replace the strings on your guitar. Okay. Is that on the same level as buying a bass instead of a guitar on accident? Cause um, like, I don't know. To me, it's like, damn, how <laughs> it, I would still go with the not understanding that you can replace your strings as worse than buying. Okay. Bass. Okay. But they're, they're, Cause it's... Her, her reasoning was that she knows that bass, well, she thinks that all bass guitars have this many strings and yes. all like non-bass yeah. guitars have this many strings and this this guitar but doesn't fit if that you, so oh, if you know guitar. if you know literally anything about guitars you would see the strings are like five times thicker <laughs> like <laughs> okay yeah um so yeah i would i would put that below the 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 bit and given but it's it's up there like or or <laughs> you would think maybe the person that you were uh buying it from would tell you but or maybe I mean, I could, you would I could see, read the I could label that says base on I it. Could, I could see her character, or really, or, or Bocci's character if it had happened to be her instead, but like going into a shop and just kind of panic buying. Ah, uh, yes. You know what I well, mean? Like someone comes up to you and you're like, what are you looking for? Ah, 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 this! I'll take this! You know? Do like, you panic yeah, buy a guitar sure. that probably costs at least $1,500, though? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, she that's... she said she said that six string bass was what two years of of uh so of allowance. Years or something. I mean, yeah. I mean yeah. that would be like the the bare minimum for a bass like that would probably be like fifteen hundred dollars. Uh, I mean, this yeah. is I you know what? I'll say this. I'll give them credit for at least acknowledging that the insanely expensive shit these high school girls are playing is in fact insanely expensive. I yeah. feel like so many of these other like high school girls in a in a club or a hobby 
like shows do not actually get into, hey, these hobbies are actually maybe way more expensive than your average high schooler could afford. Well, they always they always have to have the rich friend, which they do have here, right? One of the girls. Yes, with their a, family's uh, rich. Yeah, you always have to have Rio. the like. Yeah. Yeah, you know, K-O had movie, like, there's always, like, one girl that's gonna be rich that they can go off to, like, their summer home or whatever later. Damn, is that the real red pill about hobbies, is that you have to know someone rich? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, um, you, you, you can, you can get reasonably priced guitars, um, but, uh. Yeah, no, I, I just, I just really, I, I've enjoyed everything about this. It's, it's like hitting a lot of the buttons I, I like for these types of shows. Um, I wouldn't describe this as like my usual like terrible people type of comedy because I wouldn't say they're terrible people, but like you said, G, they do have flaws, which is fun. Mm. Um, and I think all their flaws are like very relatable too, because even though Bochi's reactions are over the top her anxieties themselves are not over the top. Yes. You yeah. know, like... Like, I, those are very real things that we've like, like, all it, probably it, either said to ourselves or we know somebody that's yeah, thought like, those I things. Feel, I feel yeah. like a lot of anime, when it comes to social anxiety, they pick one character with social anxiety and that character is on the, like, extreme end. Yeah. Right. You know, whereas Bochi is very... She, she's a pretty normal person. You she's know, still like somewhat functional despite what's right, going on. She, her she head. can she can walk <laughs> down the street and like Guys, she crawled into a trash can in this episode. <laughs> a very well in a very well animated sequence of oh, her yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was rolling around in the trash, yes. But, but you know, no, she, I, I get she, what you mean. I I am joking. I, I get what you mean. She, what, she I get functions every day. She goes to school, like she yes. can't speak to anyone, but she tries. She fails, but she stutters and she tries, and she can walk down the street and you know, yeah. accidentally bump into an old lady and apologize for, you know, for bumping yeah. into it, all that kind of stuff. You know, she it's it's she's capable of the, these things. Yeah, it's very entertaining. Um, I I do want to briefly touch on the gear that they have because okay. this is well, what I was waiting for. Okay, so first of all, I I'm a Fender guy, so. You know, I'm not wild about the the two guitars that they have. Are uh, um, the Bochi's playing a a Gibson Les Paul, mm-hmm. which is like if you're not going to play a Fender, that's probably the next most popular guitar you could be playing. Okay. Um, also played by Yui and Kaon, uh, <laughs> just different color. And the 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 girl that just joined that's joining back, I think she's going to be playing a Les a Les Paul Junior. So those are Gibsons, which I'm not a huge fan of, but. I did want to point out there's one shot with Bochi playing in her playing at home. And I would never thought I was ever going to see my guitar amp in an oh, anime. Oh shit! <laughs> because it, it's a very like specific like uh, so it's a it's it's a, a Yamaha THR two is which if anybody wants to look that up that plays guitar it's a very good amp for indoor playing and practice. Um, and uh, I never thought I would ever see that in an anime, but she has my almost exact same amp. I noticed that they even drew the pat. So there's the the front like speaker part has like a sp- very specific pattern on it that they okay. drew. And they they and I can tell so they got from it that right. Pat- I can tell from that pattern that it's actually the version that does not have Bluetooth connection to it. No, I have the one that has. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have, so it's not exactly the one I have. The one I have, I have the Bluetooth one, which has a different pattern on the front. Of course. But, but it's the I, same I was like, line. 
I was like, man, the the attention to detail on that is amazing. And I also just was excited because I never thought I would see so that. So we, we can tell that you're not at all biased about this anime now. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, Jell's well, unbiased Bochi the Rock coverage. Well, I don't I don't like I don't like their guitars though. So mm, So it balances but, out then. It, it, balances it balances out about out. out back to neutral. I don't know if that's yeah. how it works, but sure. Yeah. So <laughs> They, 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 whoever they're consulting for the gear has is on top of it. So, yeah, that's just a fun show. I, I have nothing bad to say about it. Really, it's, it's, I'm enjoying it. All right, let's uh, conclude by talking about my favorite harem anime, uh, <laughs> Mobile Suit Gundam: The Witch from Mercury. Oh uh, Delivering the most important things in anime, which are uh, giant robots and lesbians. The Mercurians um, are here to steal uh, steal no, our boys. You mean giant robots and lesbians in school. Yes, yes. Um, also, so, just on screen murder. Wow, I can't believe oh, wow. I can't believe Chutari just killed that Spacian at the end of episode <laughs> four. Holy I'm shit! All right, I'll I'll try to keep it spoiler free, but yo, all right, Chutari Pan Lunch is the most based character in Gundam. The witch, the one with the two cream puff hair, the pink cream puff hair girl. Yeah, yo, she is such a fucking boss. All right, okay, all right. Um, So, (laughs) if I if I can just kick off because I was again I wasn't here last time. Of course, Um, by all means. And I have I don't have the Gundam baggage that you guys have. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The only Gundam I've ever you could watched, call it trauma. A... You could just call it trauma. Okay. I don't have the trauma that you guys uh-huh. have. Um, the only Gundam I've ever watched in its entirety is Gundam Wing, uh, which I don't <laughs> think is a very good indicator of all of Gundam, but uh, it's not. maybe it is. I don't know. Um, but maybe it is. Yes. And and I haven't seen that since 1996. So. Um, I have no baggage bringing into this, and I'm I'm really enjoying this one. Um, it's in it's it's a it's an interesting story premise setup. Yeah, no interesting I, I themes would... that they're bringing up. Uh, the characters are you know different enough, maybe not from Gundam archetypes, but maybe in general of what your typical. Um, school animator, whatever it might be, uh, and I think the so far the the pacing and the directing, everything have been great. I, I'm glad that they've kind of almost every episode given you one get out of your seat and cheer type of moment. Yes, okay. where uh, <laughs> you know whether it's uh the girl with the giant hair punching somebody in the face or you know whatever, um. It yeah I I and I I'm just I'm really enjoying it so far. That's that no that's that's awesome to hear because like I, you know again like the reason why like you know Iro and I probably and honestly also Zay all of the Gundam sickos yeah in, on I the noticed you guys chat, were all like, like very cautious about like <laughs> giving your heart to this anime and I'm like oh I can see I can see the the pain <laughs> I can see the pain you guys are starting. Gundam is. <laughs> The best worst bad ex in the world, like <laughs> like there is no and then you're like oh wait there this is, is why we no broke up. <laughs> anime series that is better at making you feel like it sees you like Gundam, yeah. and then leaving you out in the cold like eight episodes later. 
like you never even existed they to come it. back and they're like it'll be different this time baby i've changed uh, <laughs> yeah. i'm a girl now i'm not a, i'm, I'm not, a girl I'm now if, if gundam has taught me anything anything at all is that the first season will be good and the next season will be terrible so if the <laughs> second season i won't watch it actually I'm, uh, I'm not watching this now but but if i was i would stop at the end of season one yeah hmm perhaps but uh <laughs> but no it's it's i i will i will cop at this point four episodes in or five if we include the prologue as we keep doing oh yes yes yeah i i really and beginning to truly, genuinely enjoy what they are doing with The Witch from Mercury. Like, the, the types of stories they're trying to tell here. You know, the thing I sort of got into last podcast about how, like, the dual format and the insanity of the school, like, actually doesn't feel that incongruous the more you think about, like, oh, this was a structure specifically built by rich people to empower their rich children. Yeah. To inherit their, you know, their companies and their wealth so that they can continue to oppress the world with their increasingly arcane systems, right? Like, yeah. I, I feel like that especially comes to a head in episode four where we, we are, you know, finally beginning to meet the Earthians in, in more earnest and begin to understand, you know, the plight of the people of Earth versus the people of space right. and how the school is in and of itself a social construct that sort of represents that conflict as a whole. Yeah, we, we got we got shots of, like, the, the protesters, right, holding up the very funny signs that are, like, uh, space and capitalism kills people or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yes, um, like, down with space capitalism. <laughs> yeah. Oh <my> goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not making, like, that's literally what the sign says. I'm yeah, that's literally what it is. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, we yes. Or, or like, I mean, and, and, you know, again... Like, even for me as the wow cool robot guy as well. Look, I can be both Wart is bad and wow cool robot in equal measure. Uh-huh. Yes. Like, I mean, okay, we can talk about the episode that, that uh, Eero has watched. So episode three, the second duel against Ghoul with uh, his new his new red robot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yo, that's a fucking sick fight. Like, that's, that's a sick just, robot fight. Yeah, like, limbs are getting cut off. You know, people are just doing wild shit. It's, uh... But it is all still in service to the story and and the characters that that inhabit it. And uh, I I think in that sense, it is doing the thing that I... It it is doing... Oh, man. It's still still hard for me to talk about a Gundam in in this tone, but it is doing the thing that I, I like to see from Gundams, which is, like, it uses its premise, its world, and even its robots to tell an interesting story about the themes that are have always been inherent to Gundam, right? You know, warfare, you know, the, the rise of the military-industrial complex, uh, you know, the ways in which, you know, social inequality drives conflict. It's, it is doing those things, and it is doing those things in its own way. Like, this could never feel at home in the UC, but it is doing the thing that AU Gundam's like the better ones do, which is it it takes those familiar themes, it takes those familiar ideas and extrapolates them to a different world where it can experiment and play with them in different interesting ways. Yeah. Um Yeah, and I think uh they're they're present like everything is just feels very just well balanced and presented and like paced well. The robot fights are pretty sick. 
Um, I kind of like that it's not just like a duel every episode. Yeah, I, I'm uh, glad it did not just fall into that format right. as yeah, well. Yeah, so it's not just like, you know, all right, we'll bring in the next, you know, Goon jerk. to get, like, owned in this week, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, you know, so it's not like just following a formula or whatever. Um, it, it, it hasn't turned into Revolutionary Girl Utena. Uh, not not quite. <laughs> not completely. Not as much as episode one. Like, episode one, it was definitely there, right? And then the guy's yes. like, okay, the rest of the episodes have been a little more, you know, its own identity. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, I just, uh, I hope they don't blow it. I, <laughs> really I def- hope so, too. <laughs> I can definitely see we are not safe yet <laughs> like no. I mean, not so, safe so that is, yes so that is the thing about gundam right like there are some shows out there where you watch it you watch the first three four episodes and you know in your heart oh this show's fine it's it's gonna be fine yeah I don't spy family is gonna be okay right like mm-hmm. you you watch the first few episodes and you know oh okay they got it they got it under control they can guide this home Gundam, Gundam can look like it's flying smooth for like a solid fifteen episodes, and then just <laughs> the wings can just rip off at the last second in the most like traumatic way. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I don't, how about you, Iro? You you weren't here uh, for prior podcast, uh, so I don't think we've you know yeah, gotten. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think you all pretty much covered it. I'm enjoying it so far. Um, I think yeah, I think uh, they've. Based on what I've seen, I'm kind of waiting for the shoe to drop on the school mm-hmm. the school stuff, right? Of like, yes, because I'm not necessarily opposed to school stuff. I think it's fun. I'm having a good time so far. But also, like, to me, when I think of Gundam, I think I'm thinking of like a global scale warfare almost. Yes. And so it's like I'm wait I'm waiting for the situation to deteriorate. <laughs> right. so heavily yeah, cause, that yeah because they wouldn't be having a school where you learn how to fight with robots unless there was some kind of yeah. conflict or something right yes I, I think I think they've kind of hinted at that yeah at some point very 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 briefly mm-hmm. well I mean I think I think they've the, um, the thing they've hinted at is that the conflicts at school are sort of proxy, a proxy yeah. extension of the conflicts that are happening between these corporations Right, and is and that so, really going to break out into full-scale war right. at some point, right? Right. And, like, um, presumably, Suleta's presence is what will is the spark that will light that fire uh, right. ten Shake episodes from up. now. Um, right. right. I mean, that definitely seems like that's what her mom wants. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, <laughs> that's another interesting question. So, if her mom is the, uh, the, the shark the shark? here, yeah. is she going to have to fight her mom? I think I think that by is the possible. end of the show, yeah. Yes, I think because the thing I think I'm not sure as far as we can tell right now, they still have it's like a normal really or what at least on the surface, right? Except to be a like it right. seems right. clear to me at least that like the mom is using her Suleta as a vector to right. get at Delian yes. and everyone else, right? Right, right. Like I mean. In a lot of ways, I kind of—I mean, you know, she she will probably become the villain, but this has not stopped me from liking problematic women sure, before. Yeah. But I, <laughs> I, I legitimately like the vector through which she is trying to destabilize uh, the world they because, threw like, another, they threw another problematic woman with a robot arm. Gundam's got plenty uh, of um, 
yeah. Um, what just, but, um, like the whole idea of like, she purposely allows Soleta to enroll in the school with her Gundam because she knows it is going to upend the status quo of yes. the Benaret group, right? Like the implication in episode three is that she leaks some of the gun tech to, um, to uh, Jeturk, yeah. uh, Guel's family, right. right? When I saw that, which is I, how they, are... yeah. When I saw that, I was like, okay, is this whole thing like a plan to leak Gundam, the forbidden right. fruit of the Gundam, to all of the top corps in the group, so they yes. can have Gundams without having to call them Gundams? Yeah, and then important. when Delian is like, <laughs> no Gundams allowed because I'm a king of this capitalist society, they'll be like, fuck right. you. More we have time. Gundams now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think I kind of love that, right? It is a, it, it is a, it is a, it is a devilish way to, uh-huh. <laughs> to to destroy the system from within, and I I am definitely looking forward to seeing how that plays out. Yeah. Well, um, I'm yeah. enjoying it. I'm uh, probably gonna I'm gonna I see think it if through. You've, if you've enjoyed up to episode three, you'll enjoy episode yes, four. I don't doubt it. Yeah. Uh, I just I, again, so, I don't want to spoil too much yeah. here. I just gotta say. Jell, are we are we are we happy or are we disappointed with them finally explaining how Chutari wears a helmet? Um, I I, I think it defies the laws of physics, right? <laughs> sure. They got it's some. It's Minovsky. It's Minovsky particle, dude. They got some advanced, you know, space. The, the, the most like, advanced uh, space helmet technology. No yes, demand. the most advanced space compression technology so, that yeah, has been, ever been invented. Just to explain, because this is an audio podcast. Yes. Um, this this girl has two giant puffs of hair that are bigger than her head. Each each individual yes. puff each. of hair is bigger than her head. And like think like like think of the silhouette of Mickey Mouse. That's what she looks right. like. It, yeah, but even the ears are even bigger. Like yes, yeah. And uh, there's a bit with her in her in her. They're doing like a training thing. They're in like a. They're in the robot. It, or she gets out of the robot and she takes her helmet off and, it, and she has like a cap or something under the helmet that's ho- apparently somehow holding all the hair in. Yeah, right. yeah, somehow, like, yeah. <laughs> somehow. So I'm pretty sure that's not physically possible. So they must have some kind of amazing uh, technology <laughs> for that. But uh, yeah, that was pretty funny. Um, yeah. Uh, I think the only other comment I'll say is if... Uh, Suleta doesn't end up with uh, Miorin at the end, then I, I will riot. Uh, <laughs> what if she ends up in with a harem? Well, that's what they're currently doing, uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, Guel is even now the Tsundere one. Oh, is he? Well, okay, yeah. I guess Suleta now has two Tsundere. She has two Tsundere's <laughs> in her harem, yes. <laughs> yes. So, well, okay. I so don't actually two- like you. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's got two Sundares and then like the quiet dude. Yes, and then and of course she's going to get the Playboy one later, right? Okay, so. yeah, we yeah. Oh, that's right. There's a Playboy guy, right? He's going to get yeah. in there. Uh, so. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well. And uh, fun I, times. I have I have seen and anecdotally I've seen people who don't usually watch these shows watching this show. So I mean, anecdotally, yes. we have one here on this podcast talking right now. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think Aqua's watching too, right? And he doesn't yeah. normally watch Gundams, but uh, yeah, it's good times. Good times. All right, well, that's gonna do it for our list. We will touch base on these episodes again next time. Let's do our housekeeping. You can uh, check us out at 
theglorioblog.com where you can read all of our first looks about these shows and others. Uh, those are although we're we're, we're kind of I think we're now officially past first look territory. We're we're getting into the the meat of the season, but uh, you know you can go check those out. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast on. Oh, I forgot Twitter. I've done, see. I took a week <laughs> off, and I've, You're out I've, of practice. I've lost lost my routine here. Uh, yeah. Follow us on Twitter at the Glorio Blog. You can subscribe to the the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Music, Podbean, Stitcher. You can check us out on YouTube, where you can like, comment, subscribe. You know, tell us we're tell us we're wrong. Uh, send us sponsorship opportunities. I don't know. I'll, <laughs> I'll do a manscaped read ad read if I have to. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, that'll do it. So you know, tell your friends. Tell your enemies, and we'll catch everybody next time.